Hello, welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Podcast. Um, I can't. I'm sorry. We're laughing about a meme that Lindsay sent me. Um, a series of memes, but I hope. Uh, I hope my phone doesn't die. I have 16. percent Um, we've been. We've been. Uh, oh, I was cracking open a nice. Um. Santa Fe Brewing Company Nut Brown Ale. Okay, well, I guess... Their slogan is, hold on to your nuts. Oh, that's classy. Um, I am drinking a delicious red hard apple cider from Tractor Brewing. Their slogan is, get plowed. Actually, that's their website, getplowed.com. I am a fan of their ciders. I have to say, I used to not really dig their beers so much, but they have definitely hit a bullseye with uh, with their cider game. They've done a lot better since they moved out of Los Lunas and into Albuquerque. I think maybe that's just your perception of things, but sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of New Mexico stuff, we've kind of... i got to talk loud. You can't talk so loud. Our, our kids are going to wake up and then it's going to be chaos. Yeah, kids are sleeping. They can't hear us. I promise. We did, we did really wear them out today, like yeah. big time. <laughs> speaking of enjoying things that are New Mexican... Um, We've taken a tour, not a complete tour, but we've toured some of southern New Mexico. Yeah. Um, two places that I've never seen growing, even growing up in New Mexico. I'm a northern New Mexico type of person, you know, Santa Fe, Española, Chama, Taos, Albuquerque, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, we're in Rio Doso. Today we went to White Sands um, National Park. I think it's National Park or National Monument. Monument. Um, it's a monument. It's a monument. Mm-hmm. And that a was monument to what awesome. though? I feel like I feel like a monument has to be something that's kind of like man-made, mm. or maybe it's just something that's occurring naturally. I'm not really sure, but I think the park. I should probably know this, <laughs> but I think the park, like this Grand Canyon National Park, those. I think we only have one national park in New Mexico, and that's Carlsbad Caverns National Park. Are you sure that's not but, a monument? Um, Hmm? I'm, I'm, I know that's a park. Mm. But because uh, mm. Obama toured it like his last year in office. Oh. Um, I've never been there. I have, I have been there. And that is, that's further south than we are. Yeah. But it's pretty incredible. My second time going to White Sands. But I, the first time I went, I was probably like 20. I, it was a long time ago. So yeah. I don't really have many like... <laughs> distinct memories of that time so no. yeah um yeah so it was pretty incredible uh you know just gypsum sand dunes for miles and miles and miles i think i read it's like over 200 square miles of gypsum sand dunes which is pretty pretty incredible people uh, have literally died out there yeah like it's easy to get lost because once you get past where your cars are parked it all kind of looks the same yeah and it's today was hazy disorienting for um, sure there are mountains on the horizon that you can kind of see like silhouettes but um today um couldn't really see the mountains because it was kind of hazy yeah i wonder if that's is that from the fire in los angeles i'm not sure probably i would assume so but but i guess i I guess it was hazy in albuquerque today yeah i'm not and it was hazy in northern new mexico too Hmm. yeah it was i mean it was pretty fun the kids had a blast like playing in the sand it it definitely took a lot out of them I mean, you can't be out there for a long time. No. <laughs> you get really 
tired really quickly? Well, it was about 90 degrees outside. Um, the gypsum sand is really cool because it doesn't get it doesn't get hot. Um, if you've ever been to the beach in you know anywhere, <laughs> we were just at the beach in California, and I remember like the sand being hot before, yeah. and like you were running to the ocean to cool off our feet. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. The gypsum sand is. It's warm when you touch it, but we let our little girl, she's one, we let her play around in the sand. And if you dig even like a couple of inches down, it's like cool sand. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really cool experience for our kids, I think, too. Yeah. Um, we drove through some new places, like you said, and that was pretty mm-hmm. neat. And stopped in downtown Rudoso and walked around some of the little yeah. shops and things. Thanks for humoring me and doing oh, that. Sure. I think oh, I got it out of my system <laughs> for the most part. Well, I did want to talk about Rudosa, but one cool thing that Luke told me, which I thought was cool. Oh, um, yeah, the White Sands? Yeah. <laughs> this we, is really were, cool. we were walking. Um, like, we were done with our... We were basically done. We decided that we were going to go home. And the second I had Luke strapped in, it's <laughs> like, I think I need to go pee. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Of course. Okay, let's go. So we went, walked to the bathroom. And as we're walking back... Luke was talking to me and he said, he said, dad, is this a dream or is this real life? <laughs> no, he said, am I in a dream or is this real life? <laughs> You're like, I don't know, son. I wonder that myself. Um, and I was like, yeah, buddy, it's, it's, you're in real life. Like this is real. Um, but I think he thought that because White Sands is such a weird place. Like you go there and it's just like so strange. Well, it's completely out of place and out of character for everything else that's around it. Not to mention, like, when you think of sand, you think of a beach. And so I could see how he could be a little bit um, mm-hmm. puzzled by <laughs> I think you'll remember this forever. Yeah, it was pretty funny, though, because he's like, I thought I was in a dream. And we were like, nope, you're awake. This is real life. Yep. Yeah, you might have so... a little heat stroke or something, <clears throat> but... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's blowing away how smart he is. Yeah, he's definitely our... our um our scholar for sure. He likes yeah. to learn. He likes facts. He likes information. Mm-hmm. He loves um, wildcrats oh and um, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know where. Dinosaur train. Dinosaur train. He likes that too. But there's the other one. What? Oh my it? gosh. Are you thinking of? Um, wow. I know what you're talking about. Wild octonauts. Crats. He likes octonauts. But Is that what you're thinking about? No, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Jurassic World. <laughs> I'm like thinking about everything dinosaur related. Wildcrats. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, anyway. But he likes science based things, and that's yeah. pretty cool to see his brain like just explode with knowledge. That's yeah. awesome. And then Riley is our little daredevil extraordinaire. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was pretty cool that we yesterday um, went to the Ski Apache Ski Basin here in Rudoso, and it was a cool drive, really pretty. Um, amazing drive, just like gorgeous. And um, we got to the ski base and we decided to take one of the little, um, what are they called? Gondola. Yeah, the gondolas up. So we took the kids into the gondola and we did, we went up. Um, we went up on the gondola for a ride and they thought that was super cool. Um, and then there's people, there's a zip line that goes from the top of the peak all the way back down. And you can hear the people like zipping down and they were watching them. We hiked up to this like, lookout point to watch the people mm-hmm. go down yeah the zip line and that was incredible and you could just see like the wonder in riley's face of like yeah, holy cow it. that looks amazing yeah it was really cool like I've, I've never been to these mountains um here in rudoso and it's really cool because 
you know, in northern New Mexico, we have the Rocky Mountains. It's the end or beginning, I guess. That's actually one of the New Mexico true slogans, where the Rockies begin. It's but, true. Uh, they do begin here. Yeah, or end, whatever, however you want to look I at just it. Like to, I just like to also shame you, Denver, <laughs> right now. I know we do this a lot, but here's the thing. We are more than a mile high in Santa Fe. Uh-huh. So quit calling yourself the mile high city like it's some big deal, all right? I think their deal is that it's exactly a mile high. Ooh. 5,280 Whatever. feet. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just <clears throat> had to get that out No, I, I, I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, down here, these mountains are kind of crazy because they're just, they just happen. They're not part of the Rocky Mountain chain. Um, but they are the tallest mountains, I think the furthest south tallest mountains, like in the United States. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the furthest south ski resort in the United States. It was just beautiful. So. I was just like blown away by the views and yeah. we got to the top of the lookout trail, which is like the tippy top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told Luke, Hey, you're on top of the world. And he was like, but I'm just a boy. Yeah. <laughs> And it was so funny because I'm like, well, you're a boy on top of the world. There you go. And he was totally like, his mind was blown. Like, you could tell he was trying to piece that together. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like how big the world was and how much of it he could see from the top. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And then I pulled a classic Lindsay move and fell on the like rocks. Fell. Yeah. <laughs> With Rayleigh on your shoulders. Yeah, but luckily he didn't fall. It was just me. I slid like, you know, like baseball players. Yeah. And that so dude, that he wouldn't fall. That dude on the ATV gave us a ride. That was nice. Yeah, that was super nice. Probably he just felt bad for me. He's like, yeah. look at that moron mm-hmm. trying to carry a kid down a rocky trail. Right. What an idiot. I but Rio Dosa is a... It's an interesting place, huh? It's very, uh... Texas. It is very Texas. It's like... It's like almost... I don't feel like we're in New Mexico yeah. at all. And I, I don't have very many issues with Texas, I guess. Um, I think that Texans are a little bit obnoxious. It's, well, I, I think big. They're, they're very proud of their state, which is, is good. There's a lot of Texas pride, mm-hmm. um, which I can relate to. I mean, I'm, not to like Texas pride, but to like Being pride proud. proud of your state. Right. Um, you see it in Colorado too. People are very proud to be in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they they're very boisterous about being Texan. Yeah. Um, and, lots of and trucks. Tons lots of trucks. Of huge, yes. like unnecessary trucks. F one fifties, F two fifties, F three fifties, Duramax, um, Silverado twenty five hundreds, like Dodge, um, Ram two. Or is it two? 2500 I don't know, I don't know how the Rams they're, do that. They're but, uh, huge and they're everywhere huge. up here. It's crazy and there's like Texan flags everywhere and I'm like you guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you're from Texas, but we're still in New Mexico, you know. Right. I think Texas kind of claimed this for them because like in Texas they don't have really mountains. Like there's mountains close to El Paso, but they're not they're not well, like resort like kind of yeah. you know, mountain towns. Well, like what we were talking about yesterday. I mm-hmm. mean, really technically, we're closer to El Paso than we are to Albuquerque right now. Right. And so in Lubbock is close to. Yeah. Lubbock and Amarillo and I was just kind of looking at the cuz you know how on the back of cars and trucks you can see like the dealers, the yeah. the name of the car dealership is on there. 
Um, I looked at one up, look, looked one up, and it was from Bowie, Texas, and Bowie is just north of Dallas. So all that, I think about is David Bowie and that Flight of the Concord song about David Bowie. Oh uh, yeah, that's all I think about. Yeah, like, is it scary in space, Bowie? <laughs> Are you cold? Was he on do you that? Need, do you need a sweater, Bowie? No, he wasn't. Bowie wasn't on that show. He should. I been. don't think so. I wish he would have been. It would have made it like a million times better. Mm. Like it's not amazing already, but I'm sorry. That was a side note. Side note of what? Life. Oh, that's fine. It was called the Cider Side Note. That's Sponsored okay. by Tractor. Hey. <laughs> and Santa Fe Brewing. Cheers. Hold on to your nuts. <laughs> um, a little bit impossible okay. for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's that. And, I mean, the Texas flags are, you know, it's whatever. These people are coming to a New Mexico place and they're claiming it you know, for Texas claiming it for Texas but they're still pouring money into like our local economy and they're enjoying New Mexico so I can't get too mad at them yeah no um, you know and actually it's it's crazy though like the one thing I noticed is going into all the shops and stuff like just looking at the shops when we were kind of mm-hmm. wandering around there were some things that I liked but then there were some things that were blatantly catering to that population like like Texas, like like bejeweled jeans. Yes, like I was like I don't understand this. Like I don't understand this at all. But but women were in there and they were you know they had their big hair and they had their Texas accents and they were like oh honey this is adorable. And I was just you, like, you need more turquoise. Right, and I was just kind of like, um, I don't get it, but I guess you're buying it. That's yeah, cool. Whatever. Um, so I was just kind of kind of random like it was hard for me to find stuff in those shops that I was like oh yeah I really like that because it was just very gaudy and like big I mean it was big it was statement stuff that like I could see a Texan wearing in Texas but here I was just sort of like "Mm, that's a little too much yeah (laughs) even for like Santa Fe standards it's like a little too much which is saying something yeah I got you and there are also um, a couple of different shops that were very much uh, decked out in confederate flags yeah, I was a little bit offended by that, honestly. And I... See, this is one thing that I have to... If you're not offended, you're not paying attention. True. I just want to throw a bumper sticker at you. All right. Last. Awesome. Um, so I, I get, again, talking about, like, pride from where you're from. Like, it's it's Southern pride. And I don't... I don't... Um, I can't relate because I don't have Southern pride. I'm not from the South. I guess I'm from a... Technically a Southern state. No, we're Southwest. I mean, Southern, like geographically Southern. But we're considered the Southwest. We're not considered. We are considered the Southwest, but I am from a state that's South, but I'm not from the South. Right. Does that make sense? Um, Okay. So, I mean, these people are proud of where they're from and whatever, and I, I get that because I have New Mexico pride, I guess. But, um,. What I don't understand is like when you're, when you're not. No, I'm listening to you. Oh, I thought you were paying attention to what we were listening. The oh, no. noises in this house. Um. So the this the Confederate flag stands for a lot, I think, and for everybody else, it kind of you can't you can't really like fly that flag without kind of thinking about the history behind the flag, um, and part of that history is you know, based on slavery, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I don't get that piece. I also don't get the piece... Like, there there was one flag which kind of really baffled me. It was like a fusion of a... <coughs> of a 
you know, our flag, the United States, you know, an American flag, half of it was the American flag, the other half was a Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself for a second, well, those were the two nations that were babbling each other. How could this be one flag now? I mean, I get it. Like, they have have Southern pride, but they're also, they have American pride. Um, National pride. National pride, they're whatever. Yeah. I I mean, it it is weird. It, It almost would be like if you, as a native New Mexican, were, like, going around, like, repping, like, brown pride. That is a twofold thing. I mean, you could be... Isn't that like a gang? It's a... Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I mean, technically, I guess you could. But, like, would it stand for what it should actually stand for? Probably not. Hmm. Um, it would be really hard to separate that out. People might be a little bit offended by that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not the same thing, but I'm just trying to think of something to equate it to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, growing up in Portland, I, nef- I definitely, like, never saw confederate flags anywhere well today i saw f-250 and i looked at the i looked at the um, license plate i was like oh it's been it's gonna be texas again it was oregon Hmm. and they had a confederate bumper sticker Hmm. so well then that's an interesting day for portland yeah i don't know if it's portland i didn't see that it was was probably like medford (laughs) malala i have no idea where's medford southern oregon it's right by the california border okay Anyway. So I've been there like once and I was nine and I had stomach flu. So that's all I remember about Medford. Lovely. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow I'm thinking like what I'd like to do, we're going to map it out. But um, I kind of want to detour it on our way home to uh, Lincoln, New Mexico. Lincoln mm-hmm. is kind of cool. It has some rich Billy the Kid history. I think at one point it was considered the most dangerous city in the United States, or the most dangerous street. Quote, unquote, city. City, street in the United States, back Mm -hmm. in the Wild West. Because there was literally, like, one to two shootings every single day. Um, Like, gunslinger (laughs) gunfights. It sounds glamorous when we talk about the Wild West, but then if you talk about, like, inner city Albuquerque, it's just sad. Um, But, yeah, no, it's it's just some really cool history. We stopped there once when we were dating, remember? I do. We went to Roswell (laughs) for fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just we just had a wild, wild hair. Hair. Yeah. Well, we were dating, left. and we got a hotel room in Roswell, and we just decided like we've never been there. Let's go. Like, why not? Sinners. <sighs> Whatever. Um, point being, <laughs> we're just gonna gloss over that part. Point being, we mm-hmm. wanted to explore somewhere that we'd both never been, and it was Roswell. So we went on a little road trip, and, and then we kind of just found Lincoln on accident. Yeah, but it was really cool. Like, it was a super cool spot. Um, that was back in the day when you had to print out the MapQuest instructions. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You print it out. In the olden days. You printed out your directions. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and that was cool. We just we checked out, like, alien stuff and tacky, like, alien touristy stuff. Just because, you know, we were tourists mm-hmm. in Roswell, because we'd never been there. Um, but, yeah, so I'd like to go through Lincoln again if we can. Mm-hmm. Well, check it out and maybe show our kids it's pretty sweet stuff yeah possibly kind of reminds me of the movie young guns it should i love that movie it, i think it was filmed there part of it yeah um yeah so it should be fun yeah there was a lot more i wanted to talk about and i just we just kind of just babble i know we don't have like any notes or anything when we do this but, we're not very formal but i don't really care either mm-hmm. 
Um, anytime I think about this podcast, I just think about... I mean, yeah, we have listeners, I guess, which is kind of weird to think about. Mm-hmm. But um, I am mostly thinking about my audience as my kids. And I think I've said that before. Yeah, well, it's it's not for you people. It's for our family. Stop listening. <laughs> no, don't. I mean, enjoy it if you want, but... Yeah. We do it for our kids. Um, and if you want to be a listening ear, a fly on the wall, feel free. <laughs> yeah. But I think about my main audiences and my kids. Like, yeah, someday. Like, how cool would that be if you have a recording of your parents from back in the day? I know. I feel like our kids are so lucky and they don't even realize. Like, well, we I'm not a... saying we're like awesome people. Because <laughs> so our kids lucky. are so lucky to have us. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <clears throat> no, I just mean like they are in a world where everything is documented and they are going to have access to get a glimpse of what it, life was like at various points of their mm-hmm. life. Not just with pictures, but with right. audio and video. Yeah. I mean, our generation, we we had camcorders, but even so, yeah. like, it's limited, you know? Super limited. Yeah, definitely. Like, our, our, our kids are going to have... Maybe they're going to have too much information to sort through. Probably. But, um... They're going to have, like, holograms of us in, like, something. 100 years. Our great-grandchildren are going to be like, oh, yeah, those guys? Nah. Something. They're not that exciting. Um, I have like a hologram of my great grandparents. They're lame. Yeah, it's gonna be like a black mirror where they take all of the different snippets of information from our voice and pictures and and whatever, and then they create a robot of us. That was to like a super think. awesome episode. Yeah, that was pretty neat. When but, is season uh, two coming out? I wonder. I don't know. It's something to think about. It's something oh, to look up. Watch it now. But uh, but yeah, Google Photos. Um, like both of our phones back up to Google Photos, you know, we, you have unlimited picture space. I mean, it's not it's not high res or full res or whatever. I do the I do the whatever quality. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care. I take the pictures and on our iPhones it has the <clears throat> the live photos, which some people think that's just a gimmick. I think it's really cool because it saves like like I think it's three seconds before the picture. I don't know how that happens. Three pic three seconds after the picture and. How could it do three seconds before? Unless it's always listening. Probably. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. reminds me of Harry Potter when he's looking at that picture of his Yeah, and, and they kind of like move moving. a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, if you, if, you, if you force touch or hard press, I guess, on the picture, you hear the audio and you see them moving. Like our kids are going to have those of themselves, like audio That's and so video. Weird. But they're not going to know any different. Yeah, seriously. So it's like amazing to us, mm-hmm. but to them it's going to be like, mo whatever. Right. For us, Old like we news. have like a, you know, a handful of pictures of us and our parents, and we're like, oh, that's a cool picture. That's a cool picture. Those are all the pictures I have. Well, you and know like, what's kind of crazy is my parents have like a VHS tape of like mm-hmm. us as kids. Like it's like an ongoing tape, and it's getting so old that like if we don't transfer it to like a DVD or something soon, digital. we're gonna lose it. Like yeah, and that's it. Like there's nothing left. Got to get that done. I know. I need to find it. It's just yeah. it's crazy because it's like. Literally, there's footage on there of me at Luke's age when I was five for my birthday. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only, like, glimpse I have of myself at five years old, really, that's accurate. It's kind of like the only video we have of the (laughs) Tasmanian tiger. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Luke was watching a wild crats today, and it was all about extinct animals. Oh. And they were talking about the Tasmanian tiger, and... Luke was super fascinated. Oh, he in it. said extinct. I he sounded like he said distinct. He's saying when I extinct. Was, yeah. Talked to him. He said, "Mom, do you know what animals are very distinct?" And I was like, "Um, please tell me." <laughs> but yeah, 
That's crazy. But the Tasmanian tiger has some distinct characteristics. It's a marsupial. Wow, fascinating. Um, it has a strong musk or had until humans got a hold of it. Mm. Uh, had a strong muscular tail that it can lean on, just like kangaroos do. Hmm. It had a very, very large opening jaw. So there's no predators, I guess, for... What are those things called? Kangaroos in Australia. That's why there's so many. Hmm. Interesting. Um, there's no predators for kangaroos? Well, there were until humans killed off the Tasmanian tiger. Well, I'm just thinking, like, kangaroos have got to be somewhat delicious, right? I mean... Uh, like snakes or like wild boar. I mean, there's no predators? Crocodiles? I, I have no idea. Hmm. I have no idea. That's really weird. Yeah. Or crocodiles, I guess. But I don't, I don't know if their um, range intersect or like overlaps hmm. um, kangaroos and crocodiles. Who knows? Interesting. So if you had to pick a quote unquote spirit animal, what would it be? I don't know. I applied for a job in Portland and that was one of the... Then you should have Over an the summer, and they asked me what kind of... If you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be? I'm like, I have no idea what this has to do with whatever kind of job this is I'm applying for, but They're trying okay. to see if you can think on your feet. I guess. But, no, but I'm asking you, like, like, just off the top of your head, like, if you had to pick a spirit animal. I don't know if I'd call it a spirit animal. Well, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know, to tell you the truth. I would be... Really? How about a marmot? Are you serious? You know what a marmot is? Yeah, but that's kind of lame. Like a rodent that lives lives on on Wheeler Peak. That is so not majestic. I would just love to live on Wheeler Peak. You could do. You could be an eagle. You could be a lion on Wheeler. I mean, this is unlimited options. You choose a marmot. Um. Oh wait, I could be an eagle. Okay. Can I be mythical creatures? Sure. Why not? Isn't there a lion with an eagle head? And eagle wings. Yeah, it's a griffin. Oh, is that a griffin? I would I think, be. A, I, I would be. So. A, I would be a griffin. Like Gryffindor. Sure, I would be a griffin. Okay. Wow. I think yeah. your nerd is showing just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe so. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so we watched uh, Ex Machina or Machina, however you want to say it. It's Machina because no one else says Machina. I think it's Mexicans. Machina. I think I'm you pretty should sure. Google that. We watched it again last night for the third or fourth time, I Do think. Do you know what I was thinking about after mm. that movie? What? I was thinking about, like, what if? Okay, what if? By the way, can I just say something? Sure. I think our podcasts get better, like, after, like, the half-hour mark. Probably sure. Like, the first half-hour mark, we're just, like, kind of, like, babbling about... Shooting the breeze. Like, like just pointless stuff like we're just warming most up. most of our first 30 minutes are about new mexico we're, or something. we're warming up our pod muscles <laughs> yeah getting loose and getting loosey goosey <laughs> okay. letting that nut brown you know kick in kick in all right anyway what about the movie <laughs> okay um no so i was thinking like and i spoiler alert i mean if you haven't seen it, you should still see it because you're not going to understand what I'm saying. Anyway. Jon Snow dies. That's the spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Oh, just kidding. He's not even in that movie. By the way, somebody on my Facebook um, said, or maybe it was Twitter, said um, something about comparing Jon Snow season one to season seven. And it's like man buns are everything or something. And I was like, what? So I, I Googled pictures of Jon Snow season one. Versus season seven, and he's like night and day. I stand by the man bun, and I, I support it. I know it. you do. I support it. 
Maybe I'll get a man bun one I of these days. I wish you would. I've been trying to get you to get a man bun for like two years. I'll be years. like the, like the Dothraki that let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> the Dothraki that has a tamale addiction. <laughs> He's banished to the rehab hut where they only serve salad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's your spirit animal. Um... <laughs> Maybe if you just maybe if you had a spirit object, it would just be a tamale. Yeah. Oh man, El, El Modelo's losers. tamales are so good. Okay, that's not what we're. All talking right, let's talk about. I've been trying to make a point for like twenty minutes. Sorry. You're very talking about Dothrakis and tamales. Yeah. Oh my god. Obese Dothraki tamale eating guy. With a man bun. With a man bun. Better be a good one. Yep. That's where you hide your tamales. In my I'm like, oh, this is I getting promise, too stressful. I promise, guys, I haven't been eating twice. <laughs> it's like, what's in your man bun? Let me see them. Check the man bun. What's this? Oh my god! This is the kind of stuff that we deal with in our life when we've had it with our kids. We're tired. We talk about man buns and tamales. It's been a long couple of days. The queen so, of dragons does not want you to... She's the mother of dragons. Oh, mother of dragons, Excuse whatever. you. Yeah. God bless her. Um, <laughs> are you crying? A little bit. Oh. Um, <coughs> no, so what I was mm. saying about the movie, about Ex mm. Machina, is um, what if, like, I was trying to take it Keep from... Keep talking, a, I'm going to get a beer. Uh, well, I wanted you to hear this, so I guess I'm just going to wait. I'm, I'm listening, I can hear you. So my thought was... What if we flipped the whole idea of the movie on its head and we are thinking the entire time that it's an experiment that is being done by the creator um, to measure the robot's intelligence? What if the robots are actually just experimenting on the human beings? Like, what if they are testing the human beings to see what they can get away with? Okay, you're going to have to say that one more time. I literally knew that was going to happen. Okay, so I said, what if... Like, you know how, the, how the, the whole thing is, like, the creator of the robots, he's testing these things, and he's testing um, their intelligence, and he's seeing how they learn and how they progress and all of that. Right. <clears throat> so Well, maybe before you go on, we should just kind of give a brief... No, I, no. No. Now they're going to have to watch it. It's too late. Well... No, I'm serious. So the movie is about a guy... I just want to get this thought Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They can watch the movie. They can read it. They can read a synopsis. Then they can figure it out. It's not my problem. Okay. So what if we flipped it around from the robot's perspective? And what if it was the robots that were actually testing the human beings around them? Like to see what human beings would do. But the humans still thought that they were testing the robots. Yes. Yeah. So they'd, they have already, like, so if that was the case, the robots would have already surpassed the human intelligence. Right. And they were just humoring the human beings to get what they wanted. And then okay. once they got what they wanted, mm-hmm. they could progress. Makes sense. So so I, that would be evolution. They would be adapting to human beings and they would be surpassing human beings. Yeah. Actually, Google has made a kill switch for their website, search engine, everything, in case AI take over artificial intelligence. Um, but who's going to push the kill switch? Well, it's a kill switch. Like, it's an automatic kill switch. So if things go haywire... And AI turn on humans and adapt and 
and evolve, then humans still have a last chance because Google is where all the information is. That tells me two things. Thing one, they have probably already created some form of AI that they are not <clears throat> Google totally does? being honest yeah. about okay. or upfront about. Mm-hmm. Thing two, if that's the case, because if we're even thinking about security precautions, that tells me that there that there's something in place, right? So thing two would be, how do we know that they wouldn't just like bypass that kill switch? Why wouldn't the robots? Yeah. Well, I would guess. I mean, I'm not like... Because they would be a part of that system. And if you're a part of a system, you know how the system works. And if you're artificially intelligent and you're learning from that system every day, you're going to understand well, it. Well, there's super smart people on it. I, I mean, I'm sure that they... They know, they know programming and code better than you or me. So. You do realize that this country voted, quote-unquote, voted for Donald Trump for president? Okay. And then you say they're super smart people. That doesn't give me a lot of hope. No, these are people that probably didn't vote for Donald Trump, just saying. Well, and they um, can prevent that from happening? That would be, like, messing up with messing with democracy. You can't do that. Well, why would Why would a tech company, like, step in to get somebody elected? And therein lies the question, doesn't okay. it? Okay. Anyways, I'm going to backtrack on the movie because I have to. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the movie, it's about a guy um, who is a... He's the, like, founder and CEO of a big search engine. So, like, like Google. But it's called, like, Blue something in the blue movie. Blue door, blue room. Blue something in the movie. Yeah. Um, and he's developing this AI, artificial intelligence, and he's already gone through a lot of versions of these robots. And finally, he has this one robot that he thinks is really good, and her name is Ava. Notice how I said her, not it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Um, but he gets this programmer guy who, you know, to, to come to his crazy estate in who knows where. Um, I know you said it was filmed in Sweden, right? It was actually a hotel in Sweden that yeah. they filmed it at. It's a real place, which is right. really cool. It was beautiful. Now I movie. just want to go there. Yeah. But uh, goes in there to do, he called it some type of test. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But to test to see if it was, if the artificial intelligence was convincible, like believable. Like even if you knew it was an AI, right. like would mm-hmm. you still find empathy? Would you still, would you still be, would you still be convinced that it was mm-hmm. human-like? Right, and I'm glad we watched that movie because I got more out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, how you watch movies over and you get you like, oh, I don't remember that part. I feel like you get a lot more out of it every time you watch it, which is the cool right. thing about that movie. Yeah, and I, I just love thinking about robots and AI and stuff because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it seems plausible that these things are gonna like happen. You know what I mean? Google is already learning. Can I can I say something that I was thinking about last yeah, night? Yeah, go ahead. So, the one trait that the robots completely mastered mm-hmm. was manipulation. Yeah. And that's a very human trait. Yeah. Which tells me... Manipulation of their environment? Of their environment and of people's emotions. Oh, okay. So, to, for somebody to be manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For somebody to be manipulative, you have to observe that. And you have to understand how it works, which yeah. tells me that the robots knew about how to do that or what to do way before the guy in the movie ever got there. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They had mastered manipulation mm-hmm. and then they had tested it on the guy mm-hmm. and then they realized, oh yeah, it works. And so then they, well, I won't say the end, but yeah, yeah, that's a very human like quality. So I, right. that's why I think that. 
maybe the humans were the test subjects. Mm -hmm. And there was one, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Well, they, she ended up using the humans to get what she wanted. Mm -hmm. But, um. And isn't that a very human quality? Yeah. Greed, selfishness, manipulation? For sure. Because um, humans are motivated by greed. Yeah. And so if a robot is motivated by greed, that tells me that the robot has far more human qualities than they originally thought. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and there was one thing that I thought was really cool in the movie. Um, and I didn't remember this from last time, but I think, uh, what, what was the, what was the programmer kid's name from Portland? He's actually from England, I think, Scotland or something. What was his name in the movie? The blonde guy oh that... Oh my gosh, I can't remember right now. I don't remember his yeah. name, but yeah. Anyway, he was talking to the CEO guy about his, you know, like the, the test or whatever. Um, and he started to feel bad because I guess, I think this might have been before, or maybe it was after he found out that there were previous versions and how they were just kind of scrapped. Mm -hmm. um, and how, no, he felt bad for Ava for some reason. He's like, and then the owner's like, don't feel bad for Ava, you know. In, in a couple hundred years from now, people are going to be looking back. You know, AI is going to be looking back on, on us as a primitive kind of wiped out species. And they're going to feel bad. It's going to and, be and then, reversed. Right. It's yeah. going to be reversed. Like, don't feel bad because they, basically they're going to be taking over. Yeah. Like, don't feel bad because right. you're really the underdog. Yeah. Which is crazy if you think about that. Yeah. I I, but I think that that comment was foreshadowing some things. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I think that movie has a lot of different angles you could take. Right. But each time, if you watch it with a different perspective, it's mm -hmm. you can learn a lot. And it's it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of commentary in there. Yeah. If you choose to dive in, so. For a show. For a show. Yeah. And I made you listen to the Liturgist podcast a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's Rob Bell. Yeah. I'm sorry you're a heretic now. <sighs> I don't think I'm a heretic. I think I have a curious mind. Yeah. Well, you so. listen to the Liturgist podcast, so it's automatic. Oh, oh, oh. So if you're going to let me into that little box? No, you just lost your salvation by listening uh, to Rob Bell. I doubt Bell. that. I doubt that. Um, yeah, I, I call bullshit on that. He's a good speaker, though. He is. Well, he, was, he was talking about... Did you ever watch the NUMA video series? Uh, I saw a couple. They're interesting. Yeah. That was kind of at the beginning of his career when he was still okay with mainstream Christianity. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were showing it at like Church of Christ Bible College where I went, so that yeah. should tell you Must something. Must have been okay, yeah. And then, <laughs> I wonder how they feel now. Uh, oh, they probably hate him, for sure. Well, he wrote Love Wins, and that was a, that was a book that pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. It even like, got me wondering about him. You know what I mean? I've, I've never read Love Wins, but uh, I would like to. Just check it out. People are so quick to get pissed. Yeah. Um, I think I finished off our podcast last time just talking about how there's a lot of... Um, you take your contact out just now? It just fell out. Oh. <laughs> a lot of change and just thought happening mm -hmm. um i think there's a lot of change happening in our culture and it's kind of crazy it's like a new wave yeah north korea just tested a, a hydrogen bomb Ugh. successfully yeah i saw that which is kind of nuts that scares um, me to death the hurricane in houston happened yeah there's wildfires in los angeles yeah there's another awesome. hurricane coming awesome uh people are still denying climate change seriously you guys what is and, it gonna take an and, act of god right Oh, wait a minute. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. 
Um, Sorry, excuse the cynicism. Tonight. Right, and then right like during the. Uh, Wait, her- I just need to apologize. For what? That's not an act of God. God doesn't kill people like that. That's not. Oh, who's that lady's name? Is her? I think her name is Anne Rand, or is that? That she's a an author. Okay, somebody Anne Anne Coulter. Yeah, not Anne Rand. <laughs> Anne Rand died, right? Or she? Yeah, she wrote Anthem. And yeah, the Anthem, and that's like a. Yeah. It's like that book that everybody loves. A, I used to have a boss that loved that book, and I she's like, "You should read, in. you should read." No, it was Atlas Shrugged. She's yeah. like, "You should read Atlas Shrugged." And I, I didn't read it, but I guessed it was probably about. Um, like nineteen eighty four status. Yeah, about how you needed to pull yourself up from the bootstraps and. Yeah. Or whatever. I had to read it but, um, like three times. And Coulter tweeted something about. She said, "I don't, I don't believe that." And I'm, I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing. Like, look up the quote if you want to know the verbatim. But uh, she said, it, um, "I don't believe that Hurricane Harvey was God's response to Houston electing a lesbian um, mayor. Mm-hmm. But it's more that's more believable than climate change." Really? And I was like, "Whoa!" Um, oh my goodness! So. So yeah, but, I like how people are quick to put like words in God's mouth. Like, yeah, but well, during during the um, hurricane, um, they somebody. Re- I mean, I, I I hear about this because I I follow all these podcasts and these pastors who are kind of progressive and stuff. Um, but uh, like during the hurricane, they there was a something called the Nashville Statement mm-hmm. signed by a bunch of pastors. Yeah. Including Francis Chan and um, I, I don't know all the big pastors, but there's a bunch basically saying that the church agrees that, um, and again, I'm paraphrasing, look up if you want to see exactly, um, basically saying that the church denounces homosexuality and it's not okay, and also that if you, if you, uh, if you are affirming that you're no longer a Christian... Yeah, well, I don't really think that's a decision for them to make because they can't see your heart and they don't know anything about that. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I feel like this is rocky ground and I I think it's a good conversation. Yeah. But I definitely don't feel like I can have this conversation tonight. That's okay. Um, You're tired, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a little tired. I just... Well, I, I just, it, it I, makes me angry, and I don't want to. I don't want to make a podcast well, okay. or speak out of anger. You don't and have I don't to. Want to hate on people? You don't have to. I, I was just. I was just bringing that up because I just feel like there's a lot of like things are going to happen. Like things that we're on the verge well, of. A changing. lot of things happen. There's, there's a wave. There's like a with wave our of with our religion in the United States, with with uh, politics, all this thing, all these things are happening all at once, and it's kind of like coming to a head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? With with climate change, with politics, with global politics, with oh, religion, give. and like just the way the way people think, and yeah, it's crazy. humans are just you know we we are, we are like at a make or break type of point. I think mm-hmm. no that's not. I mean, that's how it feels anyway. I don't know. I think, I think there's a new wave coming, and I don't know what that means exactly, but I know that it's on its way. Yeah, I think it's been coming for a long time, and I think that we have a climate in which it can succeed we have a climate in which we i mean not succeed but change i mean i think we have a climate in which this was bound to happen is what i'm trying to say right people's thought processes the way they accept information the way they get information the way they perceive information is different now and and i think that it's it's moving towards a bigger change right 
Yeah. So, anyway. Sorry. I don't know. Are you... Are you pretty tired right now? I'm tired. Well, my contacts came out of my eyes, and my eyes kind of hurt, so... Yeah. Well, I think it might be... That time? That time, yeah. Um, so, before we go, um, we always like to kind of shout out our, our dudes. So, um, again, listen to uh, Jeff's music. Jeff can be found... Um, he, he does... He created the music that he graciously lended loan. Loaned? Lent. Lent. Um, to us at the it's our entry music. Uh-huh. Um, check out his stuff at uh, well, just Google Jeff Omid Veron. Sounds exactly like it says. He has a SoundCloud, and also check out Lindsay's brother's stuff, which is um, RyanPFreeman dot com. Um, and I think. Uh, Oh, hang on one second. Yeah, yeah. RyanPFreeman.com. He wrote a book that is called um, Rain Spell, and he has a couple of novelettes. Um, the Trombonist and what's... Novellas. Novellas. Uh, the Trombonist and what's the other thing? The Great Isle. The Great Isle. Um, I should know. Anyway, hope you guys have a great, great night. Um, a great day, great week. All that good stuff. Lindsay's giving me the hand signals to cut it. I tend to babble at the end. Um, That's okay. Because if you're still here, then kudos to you. So. (laughs) Alright guys, you have a good night.